Please rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated.
Thank you all for joining us tonight here and all those online who are participating with us as we come on this holy night to celebrate the birth of Christ. On this holy night, we light the Christ candle on the Advent wreath as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the light of the world. The Apostle John writes in his first chapter, verses 4 and 5, he says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Please rise. Let us confess our sins to God and ask his forgiveness. Almighty God. God has had mercy on us. By his death and resurrection, Jesus, the light of the world, has overcome the darkness of sin, death, and death and Satan. I announce to you that your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, at the creation, you spoke your word, and light shattered the darkness. On this holy night... We rejoice in the birth of Jesus, the Word made flesh. In him, the light once again broke into the world made dark by sin. By his death and resurrection, Jesus brought to us life and light. Lead us tonight and always to walk by faith as children of light. We pray that Jesus' love will shine in our words and actions so that through our witness, others will come to know and worship Jesus as Lord. On this night, when we celebrate his birth, hear our prayers and accept our praise in Jesus' name. We sing angels we have heard on high.
Please be seated. Would our children come up for the children's message? Merry Christmas. Thank you. a spot for you right there. <laughs> so now that you're all seated, I need you guys to turn your heads and look back at the trees. So what do you see on those trees? Anything? What is that again? Lights? There's a star up there. Absolutely. So we see a star, right? And there's ornaments, and there's lots, lots of lights, right? So what do we see over here? Lots and lots of candles, right? So you guys have candles in your home? you have candles in your home? Do you have lights at home? Hi, do you guys have candles at home? <laughs> Any lights at home? Okay, all right. You have light. Awesome. All right, good job, well done. So why do we have lights? Why do we have so many candles? Hmm? So it doesn't get too dark in here. Absolutely, that's part of it. But you know, a little bit later, we're going to turn all the lights down. It's going to get really dark in here. And we're going to have candles. And those candles are going to share us light. Why do we do that? What do you think? So it would get more brighter. Absolutely correct again. And that helps us remember who. That was good. So so who does it help us remember? Who's the bright light? Jesus, right? There you go, Jesus. Right? I want to make sure you guys are listening back there too, okay? All right, so, so we have all these lights and all these candles to help us remember who Jesus is. You guys have lights on your house? Anybody have lights on your house? Yeah? And you have lights in your house too? Cool. We do too. Right? And, and they're bright and they're shiny. And we even have a little, little stable in front of our house so that people know that it's also that it's Jesus' birthday. Because sometimes they look at all the lights and they think it's something else. So. so tonight, we remember the birth of Jesus. Right? And do you remember where he was born? What the name of that town was? You think they remember? Bethlehem. What town was it? Bethlehem. You got it right. They did pretty good, didn't they? Yeah. All right. Maybe we should invite all them up too. Wouldn't that be fun? All right. So tonight we remember that. And tomorrow morning, we also remember that's really the day he was born. That's Christmas Day. And that's what we celebrate. That is right. Good job. So are you guys going to go to bed early tonight? Actually, late tonight because you're here? And you're going to get up really early? You're going to wake mom and dad and grandma and grandpa's up? Okay. No? 
Wow. That's the house to be in then. Right? Okay. There's a ladder and tools so he can fix it, put the lights up, huh? Yeah. That's really pretty, isn't it? Yeah, it's really pretty. Okay. So now I'm going to have you guys pray with me, and they'll pray with us too, okay? All right, can you guys do that? Let's pray. Jesus, you are the light of the world. Help us to shine with your light and with your love so that other people who want to walk in your light. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. We're going to sing Away in the Manger. You can't help but get in the Christmas spirit. You probably will recognize the text today, Christmas season. We're going to first hear the Old Testament from Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham, Abram in a vision. 
Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and the number and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God? For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord with ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord.
Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. again 
Please rise for the second reading of the gospel. Holy Gospel according to Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 20. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it has been told to them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Let's sing of the Father's love begotten. Thank you. 
Please be seated. Grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, one quick note if uh, you did not receive a candle when you walked in uh, tonight, uh, if you raise your hands, our ushers will bring you a candle for at the end of service tonight when we light our candles. So if you don't mind raising your hands, and they will get you a, a candle. So we've got a couple up front. If uh, Scott, if you can get some candles for them, please. Thank you. Okay. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I have to get over that last hymn. It's, it's my favorite Christmas carol of all time. And it's... Uh, if, uh, Next time you sing it, or if you if uh, you go home and listen to it, Google it. Just pay attention to the words. Don't even sing it. Just listen to the words, and it's uh, pretty powerful about our, our Lord and Savior and Jesus Christ and what He did. So my theme verse for today is the gospel lesson, but I really want to just um, focus on uh, verse eleven. Verse eleven says, "For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior." who is Christ the Lord. On Christmas Eve, tonight, I want to share with you a painting. and It'll be on the screen for you. And it's a dark painting, and that was the intent of the author. The author, uh, the name is is called Nativity of St. Francis and St. Lawrence, and the author is Michelangelo de Merici, whom is actually known as Caravaggio, which is the name of his hometown in Italy. Um, and uh, he includes in this picture at the birth of Christ um, a painting of St. Francis and St. Lawrence. And cl- clearly, uh, they were not alive at the time of Christ's birth. Um, but where he painted this picture was in between the oratory or the prayer chapel of St. Lawrence, this is where it was hung, uh, which was near the Basilica of St. Francis in Palermo. Palermo, Italy. So the, the artist paints the people in this, this scene, and I don't know if you can tell it, but he, he puts them into the, the, the clothes of their time. 1600s is when he painted it. So everybody's wearing clothes that would have been normal at the time. If he would have painted the picture today, everybody in the painting probably would have been wearing T-shirts and jeans. It's the truth, but right? And nothing wrong with that, but But the realism, I think, as you look at this picture, at least for me, it's stark. He depicts Mary as a very weary young woman, slouching, um, exhausted from travel, and most certainly exhausted from giving birth. And the Christ child, you notice, rests on the ground on some hay at her feet. I find this painting dark, as it was meant to be, and maybe even a little haunting, um, because if, as you look at this painting, you, you see black all around um, the figures, behind them, in between them, and even on the floor beside the Christ child. Um, it, it's interesting, as I, as I looked at this painting and tried to figure out why would he paint darkness I realized, and this is not probably why he painted darkness, but I realized that Jesus was born at night, at dark during darkness. And um, in, in 
our text, chapter 2, verse 8 of Luke, tells us that. And we tells us also about in, in chapter 2 that the verse 9, the angel of the Lord was a bright light. It was the glory of the Lord shining all around the, the, um, the sheep and their keepers that night. And all that was against the dark night. And that was when they said, verse 11 of Luke 2, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. We have night, we have day, we have darkness, we have light. And the darkness of night is all over this painting. Out of the darkness, an almost unnatural light, I think, kind of falls along each of the figures that are in, in this painting. And I think the artist who was known for his, his style, and his style was of darkness, and I cannot pronounce the word. There's this one real long word, like this long. Um, and it's, uh, I should, because it looks like it's mostly Greek, but it's a long word. So. But you can look it up if you want, painting in darkness, and you can find the word um, in there. It's a technique that, that is used by many artists. And, but to the extreme, our artist t- tonight is uh, he uses an extreme that's called tenebrism. And you may recognize part of that word. The very beginning of it is tenebrae, which we do at Lent time, and it means night, means darkness. And our tenebrae service during Lent is a service of darkness. And the use of darkness and and light in, in, in this painting, I think, makes it moving but yet distressing. Um, and we, he, he, he's giving us a picture, if you will, of, of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, um, where he says he has seen a great light. And, and maybe he moves to John chapter 1, verse 5, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Because that Christ child is the light of the world. world. And, and there's even more, I think. The painting itself was born in darkness. The artist, by all accounts, was a criminal, um, killed people, drank hard, lived a pretty hard life. He was angry and very, very explosive. And he himself died at the age of 37. But in this troubled young man who painted the shadows and the darkness so that you and I might better see the light of Christ, and as you, guys, as you look at the painting, and you'll, you'll see on, on one side and, and the other, there's darkness. And, and, but it's even darker. In 1969, somebody came into the museum uh, at the chapel, actually the chapel in, in Palomero, Italy, and they actually cut the painting out of its frame, never to be seen again. Where it is, only the person who has it knows at this time. There has been a, a sketch made of the painting, and it's still, so it, is, it hangs back in there. But it's interesting, um, as you look at this, and look at the baby, focus on the baby for a second, and I, and I think maybe you can hear these words. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. That's from the Gospel of John, the 12th chapter, verse 46. But that's what Jesus did for us. He came to bring the light so that you and I do not have to remain in darkness. But even more than that, that our world doesn't have to look in darkness. 
And quite frankly, I think all of us are here tonight are called into the light to share the light in a very dark, dark world. But the light of Christ has come, and it is for every single one of you here tonight, every single one of you that are listening online. In fact, if there is someone here tonight or online whose darkness is conflict, someone who has been at odds with somebody else for way too long, and you're simply tired of the battle, then you tonight can have peace and reconciliation. For you, the light of Christ has come. If there is someone here tonight whose darkness is despair, someone for whom the darkness is everywhere, then for you tonight there is hope in the one who said, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. That's Jesus speaking in John 16, 33. And for you the light of Christ has come, and in him there is no darkness at all. If there is someone here tonight who cannot find their way in the dark, someone who is like a sheep without a shepherd, lost in the night, then for you this night there is a light to guide you if you will only trust him. For you the light of Christ has come. If there is one of you here tonight for whom the dark death seems a welcome friend, someone who has lost the light of living then this night, you must hear this word. This is from the poet Dylan Thomas. He says, do not go gentle into the good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. For there is still light to live by and purpose for your days. For you too, the light and the life of Christ has come. This night, it seems, above all other nights, is a night to curse the darkness, especially if you and I have been living in the dark way too long. We can get used to the darkness, even to the point of living there. The poet Emily Dickinson put it this way. She wrote, we grow accustomed to the dark when light is put away, as when the neighbor holds the lamp to witness her goodbye. A moment. We uncertain step for newness of the night. Then fit our vision to the dark and meet the road erect. At first, the darkness can be threatening. And then our eyes adjust to the darkness. We fit our vision to the dark. We become at home in the darkness. We live there. We see enough to get by but we're missing things, missing people, missing missing truth, missing goodness, missing beauty, missing life. The birth, birth of Jesus Christ, that great invasion of light into the darkness, does not creep up on you and me like a gradual sunrise with a gentle hint along the way. It explodes in the night sky, the very first Christmas when the glory of God and the angel of light and the light of the world shined, not only over the shepherds, but in that barn, that manger where Christ was born. So, those of you who come here a lot, you know I always ask questions. 
So this question is rhetorical a little bit. Um, you paying attention? If you're paying attention at all, you have to respond. This is a night to hear the good news. Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It will not do to say that you've heard the story before. I'm sure all of you, or at least most of you have. But receive it as news tonight. News that changed history. News that changes your personal history. Love and laughter and song and prayer are all appropriate responses to the news that the light has come into this world and personally into each and every one of your worlds, whether you're sitting here tonight or you're watching online. This is a night for a chorus of hoorays, a chorus of alleluias or hallelujahs. This is a night for the children of light to walk as children of light. Look at the painting one more time. Look closely at the perspective of the painting. From what point of view are you looking at in this scene? Look and see. You are right there in the foreground of that painting. On your knees, next to the shepherd, worshiping the Christ child, the light of the world. There is room for you there, all of you, and there is light. Let us pray. A little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. Amen. We sing, O little town of Bethlehem.
Please rise and join with me as we confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe. Let us pray. Lord and Savior, through your birth in Bethlehem, through your life, death, and resurrection, you brought the light of hope to the world. Comfort those who are suffering through illness or grief. According to your will, bring them healing and hope through the promises of your word. Jesus, light of the world. Lord and Savior, word made flesh. You are the light no darkness can overcome. By your death and resurrection, you overcame the darkness of sin, death, and the devil. You have brought us life and light, now and for all eternity. Jesus, light of the world. Lord and Savior, through baptism we were created anew as children of light, delivered from the domain of darkness and brought into your kingdom. Jesus, light of the world.
Lord and Savior, light of the world, hear our prayers and accept our praise. Together we recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. At this time, we're going to, Sam and I are going to light your candles. (coughs) I think. And how we do it is, and if you do need a candle, raise your hand so we can get you a candle if you didn't get one. We need one. Uh, Phil, can you get a candle up front here? A couple candles. So, what Sam and I are going to do, we're going to light our candles from the Christ candle. Actually, I'm going to show, we'll show you how to do this so you don't burn yourself. All right? So, whoever has a candle lit, you do not bend your candle. Because if you go like this, you see what happens. I felt what happened. It drops. So the person without the light will take the candle. So Sam and I will walk down the aisles, and then so the person next to the aisle will dip it into our candle, then put their candle straight, and then the next person. Since we do not want you to get burnt, I have a fire in here tonight. So here we come.
Please be seated. When you blow your candles, blow softly and put a, your hand like a little cup. And then there's a basket on your way out that you can drop them in as you go. I want to thank you all for being here tonight. Merry Christmas. Um, and uh, I invite, thank you, and invite you all back tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning as uh, we, we do it again, but a little bit different as we celebrate the birth of Christ. Uh, and we have communion tomorrow, so um, you're all welcome to come and join us in communion, too, tomorrow. Um, I don't know if there's any announcements. 10 o'clock. 
I didn't say that? Okay, good. 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Not, not our standard nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. I want to thank all those who, who worked so hard to put this uh, worship service together, together and, and uh, especially uh, our, our singers, Mike and, and Laura, who uh, sang so wonderful for us tonight, uh, Mary Did You Know and Oh Holy Night. Indeed, it is a holy night. Uh, as you all go home tonight, be safe. And if you take away anything, you're going into the darkness. It's like that painting. But you are the light of Christ. He shines brightly in every single one of you. And that means his love goes out of you to all these other people who are sick in our world. And sick means they just don't have the love of Christ. And you can fill in the blanks from there. Share the love. Share the light of Christ. Share his birth with Everybody, who cares what they say to you? It's, it's more important that they hear what he did for them. And then from there, we'll let the Holy Spirit do the work. Let us go in peace. Let us serve our Lord. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.